Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast. I'm your host, Nakia Gray, intellectual property attorney, business coach, author, wife, momager, and biz bestie. I know that creating and leveraging intellectual property is how the wealthiest people in the world acquired their wealth, and I believe it's how you should too. This podcast is dedicated to inspiring and motivating women, particularly women of color, to tap into their own creative genius and use it to create, protect, and monetize their intellectual property so they can build wealth through entrepreneurship. My guests and I are going to share our stories of how we got tired of waiting for someone to give us a seat at the table, so we built our own. If you're tired of shrinking to fit into spaces that weren't designed for you, you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast. I am your host, Nakia Gray. And in this episode, I want to welcome you to March. March is Women's History Month. Last month, we had such an amazing series on Black History Month. We highlighted Black women entrepreneurs, and it was so well received, so much fun for me to do that I want to keep it going. And so this month, in the month of March, I am going to do the same thing for Women's History Month. This time you're going to hear from women who are entrepreneurs today. I have a whole lineup of amazing interviews that I am going to be sharing with you throughout the month of March. And the very first one, this first episode of March is brought to you by none other than your fantastic host, me, Nikia Gray. You know, March is such a great time for me. It is, it, it really marks my journey in, of entrepreneurship. My bizversary actually happened a couple of weeks ago in February and March is when I officially started my company. March 1st is the day that I filed my articles of incorporation. And so it's a huge deal. And always at this time, I just like to look over, you know, my life, my business, what have I learned? What would I do differently? And two years ago, I shared a um, kind of a rundown of my journey. And I shared, you know, the, the six tips that I learned each year in business, in running my business as an entrepreneur. And I thought it would be so great to run that back for you so that you can hear it just in case you didn't hear it or you weren't connected with me yet. I actually listened to it and everything in there, I gave it all, okay? I gave the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so in this episode, I am running that back. We are going to hear from me my journey through entrepreneurship again that was two years ago that was in 2021 and so right now i am celebrating eight years as an entrepreneur and so i'm celebrating my eighth bizversary so first you're going to hear my story you're going to hear about those first six years and then i'm going to come back on and i'm going to add in the two most important i say most important because they're the most recent i'm going to share with you the two tips that i learned over the last two years and tell you a little bit more about where I am today and what I have planned for 2023. So take a listen. Hi friends. So today is February 16th. This is actually my six year anniversary or bizversary when I started my firm. And I seriously, I had a couple of moments today, like, oh my God, I cannot believe that it has actually been six years. So I thought it would be fun to kind of take a little trip down memory lane and to just give you, you know, what are my 
What have I learned over these six years? What what are the six things that I've learned in these six years of being an entrepreneur? So I think that you will find this interesting and helpful. And, and one of the things, you know, you know this about me, if you've been following me for any period of time, and that is that I'm going to always keep it real. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. So not everything is always, you know, peaches and cream when it comes to entrepreneurship. There have been some dark times and I'm going to share those with you. And hopefully this will help you if you are in that season or that valley of entrepreneurship, it'll give you the um, confidence and some encouragement and some inspiration to keep fighting and to keep going. Okay, so let's start with 20. I did it by year. Okay, year number one. Year number one for me was 2015. This year was all about don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. So to give you a little backstory, I started practicing law in 2006. I I got licensed. And when I first started, I was known, believe it or not, as a litigator. I was a court lawyer. I was a family attorney. I did divorces. I did custody. I was a little pit bull in a pencil skirt. Okay. I loved that. That was what I did. And I was actually really good at it um, and had become really, really known for that. And around 2013, so I guess about after about seven years, it was not fun anymore. It did not light me up. It felt stressful. It didn't feel aligned with who I am as a person, many things. So I went through this phase of like, oh my God, I hate this. Like, this is so not what I want to do. And so I really wanted to kind of get into the online space at that time. I wanted to create something online. I wanted to have freedom. My husband and I had talked about us, me coming home to homeschool our daughter. And there was just no way that I was going to be able to do that, being a litigator or having to be in court all the time. So when I left the law firm that I was working at in 2015 to start Nakia Gray Legal, a virtual law firm. I knew nothing about being a virtual law firm owner. I knew nothing about businesses and trademarks and copyrights and contracts and all of that stuff. I literally walked out of my old life, reinvented myself and did something new. That was very, very scary. Okay. That is a very scary thing to do. We are all naturally in our comfort zones a lot of the time in terms of whatever it is that we're doing, especially whatever it is that we're doing professionally. So 2015, that was what I, that was what it was all about for me. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. If what you are doing is no longer serving you, you should feel confident enough to reinvent yourself and go in a different direction. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, 2016. This was a good year. Okay. 2016. I've got a year under my belt. I was very successful right away. I I matched my, you know, my goal. Anytime you leave a job, I think every entrepreneur does this. I don't care what industry you're in. Your first goal is just to make whatever you were making on your paycheck, right? It's like, okay, as long as I can make that salary. And I think my first month, I like doubled or tripled what I was earning at the law firm. So I was like, okay, I'm straight. I'm good. I know how to do this. One thing Nakia knows how to do, and that is make money, right? So I was doing that. And I was really kind of out there. Surprisingly, because I had reinvented myself, I actually was gaining a lot of notoriety and publicity in in my field. And so that was the first thing I would say about 2016 was own your expertise 
and your influence, right? Other lawyers were looking to me to teach them about technology and virtual law firms. And I was getting all kinds of speaking engagements. I was in, in the paper, I was in magazines, I was being featured. And so that was the year that my consulting company Beyond the Bar Institute was truly born. I had started it in 2014 as just a blog. It was called Think Like a Brand, Not Like a Lawyer, shameless plug. I've got that book coming out very soon. So um, that's the book. But anyway, it started in 2014 as a blog, Think Like a Brand, Not Like a Lawyer. And I was really kind of talking about, you know, branding yourself and, and being out there and using social media and different things like that. And so in 2016, I decided to really own my expertise and my influence. And I started consulting and coaching other lawyers on technology and the internet and virtual law firms. And fast forward to today, Beyond the Bar Institute is still going strong and, and we're doing lots of amazing things there. So, um, but that's tip number two is to own it, right? So many times, you know, yes, I was a good lawyer, but I also had to recognize that I have some gifts that can help people that are my colleagues. And so wherever you are, whatever it is that you're doing, own that expertise. Don't just take it lightly or brush it off or think, oh, well, everybody can do this. No, not everybody can do it. So whatever your unique gifts and talents are outside of what it is that you do in your business, own that, own that expertise and your influence. Okay, 2017. This year was about playing big, okay? So remember I said when I first started, my thing, you know, my family, it was really my priority. My daughter was in high school and I was homeschooling her. I homeschooled her for 10th grade, 11th grade, and 12th grade. She graduated from high school in 2017. And at that, so during that time when I was homeschooling, I was really part-time. She had group classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And those were the days that I got to work my practice and meet with clients. I had lots of passive income things happening during the other time because my primary goal was to be a homeschooling mom. So when she graduated, I was ready to cut loose, right? I was ready to like get out there, practice full-time. This is the year that I started hiring. I think I hired my first full-time employee in 2017. I had some part-time like virtual paralegals and things before that, but I hired my first full-time person. I moved into a physical office. That was all about, about playing big. I knew I had really kind of capped out in terms of how much I could earn if only I was the one working or the only income producer. So I knew that in order for me to make more, I was gonna have to hire. So that's tip number three is in order to play big, you can't be a one man or a one woman show. You've got to hire people and you've got to hire the right people. That's a, that's a story for another day. That's a whole nother video. But that's what 2017 was all about, playing big. 2018, okay, y'all, this is where things are starting to go south a little bit, okay? 2018, my tip from 2018 or, or the theme, what I learned from 2018 was to write your own rules and don't build someone else's dream and call it your own. Woo! I'm gonna say that one again. Write your own rules and don't build someone else's dream and call it your own. Okay, so let me tell y'all the backstory on this. So remember, I was this superstar family lawyer, right? I was now several years away from that, but I was still hanging around people who still had that 
kind of vision for me or thought, but you were so good at it. You, you should continue to do that. You don't have to, you know, there's so much money in family law. These are the things that people were saying to me that I was allowing, that I allowed to make me make some decisions, right? Um, so people were saying, well, you know, um, you were so good at it. Uh, that's what you were known for. You can always have a family law practice and not be the one going to court. Just hire people to do it for you. And remember, I'm, I was all for that because in 2017, what I learned was play big and hire, right? Y'all, 2018 was the beginning of a downward spiral for me because that's not the firm that I wanted. That's not what I wanted to do, but I allowed other people to tell to to tell me what I wanted for myself. And, you know, I get mad at myself even thinking about that like god, like I wasted time. So I'm 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 at a imagine a crossroad and and where I could be I could have been so much farther, but I I detoured off. I didn't want an in-person firm. I did not want to be in court. I did not want to be a litigator, but I allowed other people's success in what in that path for them. And I'm not saying it's not a great path. It just wasn't the path for me. So I uh, expanded super quickly in 2018. I had some of my record-breaking months in terms of revenue. I had all this staff that I'm now responsible for. I'm hiring people left and right. I'm rocking and rolling. Um, I'm just in a whole different place than what I envisioned. I've got, you know, um, a traditional firm, which is not what I wanted. Okay. So 2018 happens and I wake up in 2019 and I'm like, whose company is this? This doesn't even look like me. Right. Which brings me to tip number five. 2019, what did I learn? Your health is your wealth. So guys, by the time 2019 happened, all that money that I made in 2018 came at a price. I was sick as a dog. There were oftentimes, where an Apple Watch, there were oftentimes where my watch would give me all kinds of health notifications. My resting heart rate was elevated. My doctor was threatening to put me on blood pressure medication if I didn't get my blood pressure down. I was going out. I was on my way out of here. It was a health scare. I was beyond stressed out. I was sick to my stomach. I was a mess. I mean, I was sinking into a depression. I'm not a clinical psychologist, but I believe I know my body. I know myself. I was depressed. I was in a terrible state. It was awful. 2019 was the worst year of my entire 40 some years, y'all need to know exactly how old I am, okay? The worst year on record ever. I was sick, I, I literally, it was terrible. So that's the year that I realized, okay, am I gonna let this business and this somebody else's dream kill me and take me out and I'm not gonna be here for my family, for my kids, for my, you know, my life? Am I gonna do that? Am I gonna allow that to happen? No, so I made, some major decisions. I got rid of an entire practice area. I completely shifted gears and I realized, okay, this is not what I want and I'm not going to go there. And my health is my wealth. Okay. So now 2020, the lesson that I learned in 2020 is that bigger isn't always better. Right. So I really realized once I got clear and, and returned to my roots <laughs> and realized 
what I truly want and the business that I really want, I realize that bigger doesn't necessarily mean better. So I continued to discontinue services, to say no, to turn down business, to niche down, niche down, niche down, niche, 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 all the way down because I had to really realize what I truly wanted. So that's what 2020 was all about, right? So I've given you, you know, all of those tips. Those are all things that have led me to where I am today on the sixth bizversary of my firm. And in 2021, I'm still learning, right? I'm still learning. I don't have it all figured out. And all of those things, all of those years, all of those tips led me to today. So where am I today? Today, I am I'm happy. I'm so thrilled about the direction of my firm and of, of my other company, Beyond the Bar Institute. I'm working with such great people. I love my team. I have the right people in place. So many things are aligned, but that couldn't have happened without me um, really taking stock of what it is that I wanted and what I wanted out of life and what I wanted out of business, right? So 2021, my theme or, or kind of where I am today, and that's, we're still early in the year, but it's about mindset, right? Getting your mind right. Because that was another thing that I have learned is that, you know, the mindset that I had or that, that I needed to get me to, you know, those early um, six-figure years that I wanted and I had in my business, that mindset isn't what's going to get me to seven and eight, right? And so I really have to do a lot of mindset work, which is what I'm doing. I actually have a mindset coach that I'm working with. I am doing that work to really position myself to win really, really, really big, right? So those are my six tips um, that's where I am today. I hope that this resonates with you. I hope that wherever you are in your journey, if you're in your first year, if you're thinking about business, if you're even 10 years into it, I can imagine that I can do this video every single year and that there will be something that I learn each year along the journey. So even at 10 years, I'm sure you are still learning and, and getting better. Okay, so let me know. What did you think about this? Is there anything that I shared that you're surprised at? Does it resonate with you? Is there something you wanna know more about me? Drop it in the comments, okay? I am so excited um, for what this year has, has to come and for you know many more years. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Let me know what you think in the comments. So you just heard about my six years as an entrepreneur. And so let's pick up where I left off and tell you about these last two years and how I am feeling and what I have planned as I enter year eight. So 2021 was all about mindset for me. And I do feel like this is so important. And if you are earlier than year eight, uh, well, actually uh, 2021 was year seven for me. If you're earlier than year seven, I strongly encourage you to do this sooner because I definitely think that for me, had I done, you know, really put such a focus on mindset and not so much about hustling and making money, I think that that would have served me well. But, you know, I am not a person of regrets. I believe everything happens in the time that it's supposed to happen and I'm right where I'm supposed to be. But so for 2021, my tip is to master your mindset. You know, 2021 for me was, you know, we were still in the pandemic. It was, you know, a lot that I learned about myself. 
I went through um, tremendous, I suffered tremendous loss in 2021. I lost my uncle who was my mom's last living sibling. And because I had never really gone through any type of therapy or group therapy or grief therapy or anything in my entire life, <laughs> when this death came, it really hit me very differently from others. And so I learned at that time, I need a therapist. I've had a lot of trauma in my life. And so I really got very focused on that. And I put my mental health at the top of my to-do list in 2021. And I have to tell you that that truly made, um, it made all the difference in for many ways, right? So not only did I hire a therapist in 2021, I also hired a mindset coach. You know, our parents, love them god bless them right they do the best that they possibly can and we're raised you know everyone comes from different walks of life and there are different experiences that we experience throughout our life that lead us to certain beliefs and that also kind of showed itself to me in 2021 that i had some mind trash i had some limiting beliefs that i had to conquer if i was going to kick the door in and go to the next level and so here's one thing that i know Nakia don't know it all, <laughs> right? So because I don't, I need to hire people who are trained and have expertise to help me to get this done. And that's exactly what I did. So I hired a coach who helped me. We did a lot of mindset work and I also went to therapy. In 2021, I really found myself, right? I really started to, you know, know my own worth. And I, and I want to encourage you wherever you are, whether it's you're um, eight or you've just been in business for eight minutes. I want you to take some time to really know your worth. I remember doing this exercise uh, my mindset coach gave me and I wrote, wrote down everything that I bring to the table, right? So I've got these degrees, I've got years of experience, I've got lessons, I've got failures. You know, failures are also part of your worth because guess what? If you can share with someone what you did and how it was the wrong thing and you could prevent them from doing it, that's actually quite worthy, right? Like I am not one of these people that needs to learn everything from my own mistakes. I can definitely learn from other people's mistakes, right? And so that is part of your worth. And so I wanna challenge you to do that exercise, to really write all of those things down. And so um, I remember my mindset coach said to me, Nakia, you've got a very expensive brain. <laughs> And I laughed at that, but it's like, she's right. Do you know how much money I have spent on degrees and education and investing in myself and coaches and courses and material and all of these things? I'm pretty expensive. And what I learned in 2021 was that my pricing didn't reflect it. So I raised them. I had to raise my prices because I had to know my worth. And so I want to encourage you to do that wherever you are. 2021 was about mastering my mindset, knowing my worth, and also setting boundaries, right? I set very clear boundaries with my clients, with my team members, even with my family, even with my family. I can't be the strong person anymore. I've got to prioritize my own health and I have to say no. You know, one of the things I learned in therapy is that I am um, very triggered at loss and grief, you know, not surprisingly because I hadn't fully dealt with mine. And so when I would go to people's funerals or even hear of someone passing away, like read it on social media, it would send me in such a depression. And so I've got to be protective of that. I can pray for this family. I can pray for them. I can donate to a GoFundMe. I can do many things, but I can't always be there. 
And I had to become okay with that and hope that other people are, but be okay if they weren't. I, I don't have to do that. And so that is what 2021 was for me. Okay, 2022 was all about simplicity, keeping things simple. You know, over, you know, from 2019 up through 2022, I was still really figuring out. I was trimming, I was niching, I was cutting off so many things. It got to the point where my husband is like, okay, are you going to do anything in this business? <laughs> because I was cutting back so many things, right? And so, but I really realized how much faster I can reach my goals when I keep it simple, right? I've got one message. I've got one core offer that I am promoting and marketing, and I've got one way that people can work with me. And if they can't do that, then they, I've got one um, digital course option that they can have. And that for me was really like, wow, that was eye-opening. So as we got through 2022, I, it got really clear to me that, you know, the pathway that I needed to go was to offer trademarks and to be very clear that this is the one thing, this is all that I'm marketing. Now, I'm not saying that I don't still help people with contracts if they have contracts, I possibly do. Sometimes I can, sometimes I don't. You know, I have a membership. So my members are my priority. And depending on what I have available, this, this goes back to those boundaries, right? I set boundaries on how people can work with me. I am not a hot commodity, <laughs> right? I am not just something that, you know, anybody can get anytime, anywhere, anyplace. I'm not that. And so as you grow in business, you begin to be okay with that. You know, in the beginning, I was all things to all people. What, what you need? I got you. Whatever kind of contract. And now I am saying no so much more often than I'm saying yes. And guess what? It feels great. It feels great. I have a very clear path to eight figures. I know exactly how I'm going to get there. I know exactly how many trademarks I need to sell. I know exactly how many people need to enroll in my trademark course. And that, my friends, is key. That is how you truly build and you scale. So for 2022, it was simplicity, the power of one. <laughs> you know, uh, remember that movie Drumline, One Band, One Sound? Like that plays in my mind, right? Like I've got, you know, one agenda. I've got one agenda, one offer, one message, one audience, all of that, right? And it, it truly does make such a difference. So as I enter into year eight, I'm excited about where I am, you know, um, listening to those that journey from 2015 through 2023. Nakia has been through a lot, but Nakia is going. I am really thriving. I'm in a place where I know myself so much better. I know what I want in business. And because of that, I'm able to serve my clients at a better level, at a deeper level. I'm able to help them because I've been there and I'm doing it myself. So um, as we you know, move into 2023, my word for this year is momentum. I want to keep that momentum going. I'm doing everything with speed, right? Like everything that I'm doing, I'm faster to make decisions, faster to make changes, faster to say no, faster to get rid of people that aren't serving me. I am quick with it. I'm not mulling it over. I'm moving fast. Why? Because nothing lasts forever, even you. We are all dying. I know that sounds hard to hear, but it's the truth. Each day, every moment, every second, you and I are closer to the end than we are to the beginning. And because of that, we don't have time to play around. You don't have time to sit on your gifts and to procrastinate and to mull it over and to run it by people 
and to pray 50, 11 times and to ignore the signs that are already there for you to move and make the decision. So if I leave you with anything as I go into year eight with momentum, it's to move, be fast, be quick. Okay, so I hope that you have enjoyed this. I can't wait for you to hear from these amazing women that are also going to share their journeys with you as we celebrate women for Women's History Month. All right, take care. I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe and to stay updated, head over to buildyourowntablepodcast.com to connect with me. I'm Nakia Gray. I'll see you next time.